Do you even remember what things were like a decade ago? I don't think we had Uber. We definitely didn't have Game of Thrones or Google Home. Weird, right? But I've been thinking about the last year, which feels like a decade in some ways. Plus, it's that time of year when we get all reflective, and this year is no different. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing, and growth. I've created this podcast to share the ideas, knowledge, and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. If you're an ambitious business owner or an entrepreneur in the making looking to create a business that loves you back, welcome to The Growth Code. So this episode is all about this year and how it's taken quite a lot from us in varying degrees. But at the same time, it's also given us 2020 vision. Uncertainty is super uncomfortable, for example. I've, I always like to do business with the past year before I go on to make plans for the next. And somehow I find a little bit of certainty in looking at what's gone well and what I've learned. I do know that a year ago, I didn't have my YouTube channel, this podcast, or a new fire in my belly to help business owners. I've rekindled my vision for the growth code. And it's time to sit down and reevaluate exactly how far my blue dot veered off course. That, and that's what give it, gave me 2020 vision for this year. I really reevaluated my business model and how I can help business owners the best way possible. So, in some ways, I'm kind of grateful for this year and the time over lockdown that I could reflect, look at where that blue dot was, and how far I had gone off course. So, yeah, hindsight is 2020 vision. But what about the lessons that we can take forward into 2021? Have you had to pivot? Have you had to find new ways to serve your audience, be more creative in communicating with your customers or your team, find more creative ways of marketing your business? Whatever you've had to do this year because of the change and the uncertainty that we've all experienced, I'd love to know. I'm always so inspired and so intrigued by the creativity of business owners and entrepreneurs. And it's one of the reasons why I love my job so much, because I get to meet so many different business owners and see what they've done, how they've been resilient and how they've just been so creative. You might think that you're not creative, but you definitely are. As for me, there's something that I want to make into a bumper sticker or what is the equivalent of a 2021 bumper sticker? It's not a tweet, is it? I didn't quite get into Snapchat or TikTok, thank heavens. But here it is. It's not working yet. Note the yet in parentheses. Let me explain. Have you ever noticed that as creators, entrepreneurs, business owners, artists, we are all brilliant at experiencing failure in advance? Do you get me? Let me rewind. I was thinking randomly about fishing. I used to go fishing with my dad on the mighty Zambezi River or go trout fishing at Inyanga when I was growing up in Zimbabwe. Have you noticed how fishing is always about the catch? We're so focused on outcomes and I feel like it's kind of a fishing analogy. It's either the catch or the outcome. It's been indoctrinated into us ever since we were in school. You know, you need to get an A on that assignment. You need to do well in your exams. 
And it's no different in the real world. We've got to hit those KPIs. We want to be on the bestseller list for a book we've launched. We want to have 10,000 views of our video on YouTube. Catch the biggest trout. Whatever the case is, there's this laser focus on the outcome. You know, before we've even launched that product, before the video has gone live, I don't know about you, but I start getting hung up on the outcome. And if it doesn't live up to my own expectations, I start to experience that in advance. Sometimes we forget that what goes into the launch, what goes into creating the video, what goes into developing that new product, writing that book, or whatever it is that you're working on, it's just like fishing. You have to tie the lures, you have to get the right bait, you have to rig your hooks, you need to choose the perfect spot to go fishing, and you need to have the right technique for casting. You've also got to enjoy the scenery, enjoy the outdoors, and enjoy all of that just as much as the thrill of the catch. I know for me growing up it was just spending time with my dad. He's my best friend in the world. So that time was just so special and yeah of course I remember the catch and I remember the fish but sometimes you also blank and the next time you're disappointed with an outcome I want you to think about fishing and if you need a more tangible example Maybe you're not into fishing and that's cool. But think about Leonardo DiCaprio. If winning an Oscar was the only desired outcome he based success on, I think he would have given up a long time ago. And there are some cracking movies like The Wolf of Wall Street that we might not have had to enjoy. So thank you for not giving up, Leonardo. But just remember that it's not always about the outcome. And sometimes we're focused on the wrong outcome. Or maybe our definition of success isn't quite right. What we need to do is we need to get to grips with what we do. We need to trust ourselves and also trust that what we do isn't for everyone. In fact, I'd argue that some people need to hate what you do, your product, your creations, in order for someone else to love it. And that's okay too. Fishing isn't for everyone, just like Marmite isn't for everyone. In fact, Marmite is probably the best example in the world of how they've turned an outcome, some people not liking their product, into a marketing campaign that's become part of our culture. How cool is that? They totally embraced it. Feedback is important, of course, but just because the outcome isn't what we want or what we had envisaged, it doesn't mean that we failed. You know, maybe the audience wasn't right, or maybe there just was something in the process that wasn't quite right. I look at web developers, and sometimes when there's a bug in the code, they just look for the problem, they hunt it down line by line, they try a fix, and they test it again. The act of looking for the bug, as in they didn't have their desired outcome, and trying a fix, it's totally impersonal. And now that is definitely a philosophy that I want to look at and take heed of and work more into my processes for next year. Wouldn't that just be such a far healthier way of looking at things? Maybe you've launched a marketing campaign and it's not quite worked for you. Did you get frustrated? 
Did you just want to throw your hands up in the air and just give up? But maybe it was just a headline that needed adjustment. Maybe the audience you were aiming at wasn't quite right. So we either need to adjust the process or we need to adjust the outcome. Sometimes we launch an offer and there's a piece of the puzzle missing to make it completely irresistible and it just needs tweaking. But all too often we find something has failed and we put it on the pile and we move on to the next shiny thing. Well, that's not sustainable. It's funny, you know, this 2020 vision has also made me realize that we do have this one precious life. And if we're just running around like crazy people chasing outcomes, are we spending it on the stuff that really matters? Whoa, (laughs) I know that's quite deep, but it's also really important to look back at your wins, to celebrate them, acknowledge what's gone well and acknowledge how you've grown. And this year, we've probably all done that in ways that we absolutely didn't expect. We've probably got goals that really didn't go to plan and it was completely out of our control. But if we have a look back, that way we can set goals or outcomes that are worthy of our precious time. I get that the start of this decade hasn't been what any of us planned, but we've still got time to make up for the rest of it. So let's do that. What has your year in review been like? That's such a tough question, so I like to break it down. What have you done this year that you are most proud of? What obstacles have you overcome? And what are some of the results that you have achieved? When you look over those questions and really have a think, I know you might sigh sigh and you might think, that's not gone to plan. But at the same time, you might look back and think, wow, I did that and I did all of that. I hope that something jumps out of, out at you as important so that you know where to focus on for the next year and the rest of this decade. When you're setting those outcomes for yourself, just remember those thorny little creatures that, that outcomes can be. I know as a business owner, creator of things, you can get sucked into that clean slate of a fresh start and a fresh new year. This time, I'm going to make sure I use my 2020 vision to set goals and hold the side of overwhelm. (laughs) Knowing what's important to you and why is what's so important. You know, you have to look at that goal or that project that you're committed to and not just interested in over the next year and what the big payoff is and really focus on it. There's no point setting loads and loads of goals with the new year, new me, thing that we all get sucked into and then just getting into overwhelm. So just really laser focus in on what's important. Sometimes as well, setting goals is just just as much as about creating ones that excite us as it is about letting go of ones that don't excite us. If 2020 taught me anything, it's that things can change and some things are completely out of our control. We can either flex and bend or we can break. There's plenty I've let go of this year and I'm looking forward to putting more of those rocks down so that I'm not carrying them into 2021. That has been quite a lot. (laughs) So my takeaways on a postage stamp. Number one, what we do or create isn't for everyone and that's okay. 
We need to focus on the people that are the right fit for us, the right fit for our product or service, our creations. Number two, if something didn't hit the right outcome yet, look at what can be tested, adjusted and fixed just like a line of code. And last but not least, and I'm sure there'll be plenty more next year, make sure the outcome that we have is worthy of our precious time and let go of the little stuff. That's it. That was my deep dive into some reflection and my 2020 vision. (laughs) Luckily, I'm going to be taking a little break over the holidays now, but bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to be back in January with all sorts of content just for you. Starting off with my three halves method and my 90 day success planner so that you can start the year as you mean to go on and laser focus in on the right outcomes. My wish for you is to make up for everything next year and make it absolutely extraordinary and I can't wait to see your business thrive. High five, you've been listening to The Growth Code. If you want to join a group, a new crew to bounce ideas off, more content and insights to help you navigate this wonderful, crazy journey of being a business owner, then come and join me on The Growth Code Facebook group. I will see you there.